Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888 uh, Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Welcome. Great to have you with us. It's Monday. Yay. Finally got through that weekend. Boy. Just thought it would never end. Stupid weekend. Yeah. You too? Yeah. 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 Hate Just days off. Not wait to get back here. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Here we are. Fortunately. Uh, what a weekend for Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> Every minute. Wow. Something bad was breaking. I mean, amazing. He just had he had himself an amazing weekend is what he had. First of all, he's he, they started floating this thing about Hillary is maybe going to be his running mate. Now, would Hillary even accept being the running mate of Michael Bloomberg? <laughs> I doubt it. As everyone online speculated that she wouldn't or no, would. That uh Mike Bloomberg uh, didn't kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> so already jumping to that yeah, conclusion yeah because yeah. if she's that close <clears throat> to the power yeah so so she would totally take that because then she only has to serve as veep for like five minutes right and then i don't know he slipped and fell down the stairs broke his neck i don't know what happened white house is a tricky place yeah another plane crash oh boy i hate to see that hate to see it shoot wait does this oh, somebody I else who... th- i didn't think of this i'm a president now oh, oh it just Whoa. occurred to me i didn't even Whoa. think of that how about that? Hmm. Who saw him, you know, shooting himself in the head three times and then dragging himself across the street and dumping himself in the park? Right there. Nobody, nobody saw that. For the Washington Memorial. <laughs> right. Yeah, nobody saw that coming. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they've kind of backed off, I guess, already. Yeah, that, that test balloon didn't fly, huh? Yeah, it didn't really, <clears throat> didn't really work for him. Hmm. You know what does work for him is uh, dancing on an <laughs> off-Broadway production or whatever he's doing here. Wearing like is... a fish costume and yeah. What is this? Yeah. So this is like a little mermaid thing. Oh, it's about New York City, NYCSEA. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so this is not good. Here we go. Okay, Mike, take it away. So is this some gay thing or? I don't know. Up there we got big bed bugs. What? Down big bed bugs? Up there A-Rod's taking drugs. A-Rod's taking drugs? Do we know when this took place? We got heroes everywhere. Heroes everywhere. Ugh. Okay. That's some good stuff. But that wasn't even the best from this. I think... Let's do the Mary Poppins thing here. Play that one. Okay, so here comes... Oh, I'll tell you where I'm going. (laughs) Okay, tell us. First, Iowa. Then New Hampshire. Maybe I can get the whole country to behave. Oh, you'd like that. Get the whole country to behave. Look at that. Uh. How embarrassing. Floating away with an umbrella and... There goes Mike Bloomberg's Is that presidential. The same? I wonder if that's the same thing. That's what play. I'm trying to figure out, yeah. Ugh. Wow. Just ridiculous. The guy, and that was the good stuff for his weekend. <laughs> it came out. He loves to pander. He just, he loves to pander. Maybe I can get the whole nation to t- to to behave themselves. Spoken like a true progressive. Yeah, sure is. Sure was. 
uh, <laughs> he had some other special moments, too. Talking about farmers, you know, you can tell, you can feel the respect <laughs> that he has for, for farmers. <laughs> you can, you can just feel it. Even people in this room, so no offense intended, okay. to, to be a farmer. Yeah. You, it's a process. You dig a hole, you put a seed in, you put dirt on top, add water, up comes the corn. Right. Then we had 300, you could learn that. Then, then oh, um, oh, you have 300 oh. years of the industrial society. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put the piece of metal on the lathe, you turn the crank and the direction of the arrow, and you can have a job. And, and we created a lot of jobs. Sure. 1.98% of the world worked in, uh, in agriculture today. It's 2% in the United States. Uh, now comes the information economy. Mm-hmm. And the information economy is fundamentally different because it's built around replacing people with technology. Okay. And the skill sets that you have to learn are how to think and analyze. And that is a whole degree level <laughs> different. What an elitist. Oh, man. you got to have gray matter, he says. Wow. For, for the new economy. What an elitist. He is something else, man. Uh, it's easy. Anybody can be a farmer. I Anybody can I, be a farmer. You I just can't. put a seed in there, you put some dirt over it, fine. I Water have, it. I've spent 43 years of wow. my life going back and forth thinking that, ah, oh, yeah, this is the year I'm going to have a garden. This is the year I'm making stuff grow. Yeah, no. I'm not going to have to go to the to the uh, produce section anymore. Mm-hmm. I could get, like, maybe... A little tougher than he made it sound there. Uh-huh. I guarantee you that. Like, any dummy can be a farmer. Farmers, you know, and factory workers, they're stupid, too. You know who are intelligent? People like me who have uh, a digital uh, technology company. I'm, I'm smart. You know, I can't, you can't just plug anybody into this job. Wow. That's amazing. Yep. Boy, he is. He's really courting those vo- votes in Iowa, isn't he? And <laughs> oh, those Minnesota, are- mm, mm. Kansas. Oh, he's getting those states in November. Yep. I mean, he he didn't go to Iowa in January. He might as well skip it November if he's the nominee. Mm, man. Stuff like that. Oh. And then, I mean, that's not even the half of it. We're, we barely skimmed the surface on Michael Bloomberg over the weekend. Uh, Sean <laughs> King, who is the white uh, <laughs> The black white guy, guy who thinks he's black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... In fact, he was wasn't he the head of an NAACP chapter, or some some such thing, or was it uh, uh, well, that, that Black was, Lives Matter? It's, yeah, Black Lives Matter. I think Matter, that's yeah. one of his. Deals. Yeah, you're you're thinking of Rachel yeah. Dolezal, right? Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, he tweeted out a clip of Bloomberg talking about death panels. Oh, hmm. what things they can't fix right away? You know, if you're bleeding, they'll stop the bleeding. If you need an X-ray, you're gonna have to wait. That's just. And all of these costs keep going up. Nobody wants to pay any more money. And at the rate we're going, health care is going to bankrupt us. So not only do we have a problem, we're going to get out of it. it's going to bankrupt us. And we've got to sit here and say which things we're going to do and which things we're not. Nobody wants to do that. You know, you show up with prostate cancer. Prostate You're 95 years old. 95 years old. You should old. say, go and enjoy. Have a nice day. Lead a long life. There's no cure. And you can't do it. If you're a young person, we should do something about it. Oh, Society's wow. not willing to do that yet. So we're going to bankrupt us, and we're not looking at... Wow. No one's willing to do that yet, to tell the 95-year-old, eh, yeah, go home and here. die. You yeah. had a nice life. Sorry, there's no cure. What? There's no cure to prostate cancer? Shut up. And he's like, but if you're young, yeah, well, we'll take care of you. 
maybe it's bankrupting us because we're not mm. supposed to be in the business of healthcare as a government to begin with. Did you ever think of that, Mike? Mike can do it. Oh, he's bad. He is really bad because he just believes that he's so brilliant. People are just going to, you know, I, I just need to play and talk to him. I just need to tell him things that they don't understand. I'll just make him understand it. Hey, look, a, a 95-year-old man with prostate cancer, we're not going to treat him. There's no, uh, there's no, uh, there's nothing in it for society. Yep. Sorry. You're just, we're going to send you home to die. Yeah, go, uh, enjoy yourself. Go watch some TV and we'll get you hyped up on morphine. Uh, don't worry about it. A little fentanyl, some morphine, you'll be fine until you die, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah. If you're, if you're 20, we'll treat your prostate cancer. Because <laughs> chances are you don't have it when you're 20. And then, then there's still some worth to society. Jeez, that's to have you around. <laughs> wow. But he's, what, what was the other thing he said? is like, but nobody wants to do that yet. Nobody wants to have that discussion. Nobody wants to do death panels yet? Yeah, you're right, What Mike? is the matter with these Americans? Mike will get it done. Mike can do it. Mm-hmm. Mike will get it. Yeah, is it Mike can did it, get it done? I don't know. Mike can do it. I, I don't know. Uh, Mike will get it done. Mike will get it done. <laughs> okay. In other words, Mike will kill you where you sleep. <sighs> wow. So thank you for all that, Mike. That's very exciting stuff. Yeah, and that's... Uh, should stick to Broadway plays. Like I said, that's just half of his weekend. Mm. You got that book or whatever they're talking about that was made from former employees with uh, quotes from him or something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, in 1990, employees at Bloomberg LP gave their boss uh, a booklet containing notable quotes they said were attributed to him over the years <laughs> oh, as no. a gag birthday gift. Oh, oh. isn't that nice? It'll be fun. That booklet called The Portable Bloomberg, The Wit and Wisdom of Michael Bloomberg, is a compendium of allegedly sexist, crude, uh, and off-color remarks the Bloomberg's employees heard him make, including (laughs) (laughs) if women wanted to be appreciated for their brains, they'd go to the library instead of Bloomingdale's. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right, good. Thank you. Good start. Uh, So anyway, Insider.com just recently uh, obtained a copy of the book. Oh, no. We have some of the uh, some of the wonderful quotes uh, from Mike. Mike uh, simply did not say the thing somebody wrote in this in this gag gift, which has been circulating for 30 years and has been quoted in every previous election Mike has been in. He actually, these are his, these are his quotes. So you got to be really proud if you're Michael Bloomberg. On computers. He said, you know why computers will never take the place of people? Because a computer would say that the sex of the person giving you a uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> some sort of action doesn't matter. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. So he obviously believes that the sex of the person doing that to you does matter. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Is that an anti-gay remark? I guess it is. I don't know. Mm. On the Bloomberg Bloomberg terminal, it will do everything, including giving you uh, the same act. Oh, he's got a fixation. I guess that puts a lot of you girls out of business. Oh, wow. No. <laughs> On marriage, sex with someone you love is sex with someone you love. The pluses are you don't have to buy dinner, and the, the only thing you catch is calluses. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> 
whenever my wife catches me eyeing some broad. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, whenever my wife catches me eyeing some broad. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. <laughs> She's very careful to turn to me and say, that's the most expensive piece of A in the world. <laughs> Over A. <laughs> what a douche. He is something else, man. On capitalism. Oh, here we go. I believe in the capitalist system and free enterprise. The only exception is 8th Avenue, where people pay for what they could get for free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. That's nice. On salesmanship, make the customer think he's getting laid when he's actually getting mm-hmm. something else. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. He's a he's a real gem, Michael B- Bloomberg. <sighs> and he could be yours in November. Wow. Oof. Yeah, he, he's uh, shooting up the polls. He was riding high. I tell you, it's it's the cycle, man. It's It was his turn on top, and boy, that didn't last long. Now they're tearing him down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah. I mean... Everybody who rises to the top gets the treatment. It, yeah, except for the guy who's that we have a new poll out of uh, uh, Nevada about the you got your Bernie Sanders. Uh, you know that was supposed to be Biden's firewall, right? Yes. And yeah, but now he's ahead. Bernie's Bernie's ahead the, in Nevada by how much? Seven, seven percent. Because remember last week I was trying to find wow. a, a poll that was more recent than mid-January where Biden was up big. This one just came out. Um, and Bernie is up seven. So that's crazy. Joe's got some more time on his hands, which means hide your hair, ladies, because the sniffer is going to be on the loose <laughs> and he'll be given free massages because he's going to have plenty of uh, free time here in a couple of weeks. So, uh, let's see. What's the 22nd? Yeah. So the next two Saturdays we have primaries. He's still looking at South Carolina as his firewall. He thinks when he goes south that that's going to be where he, he gets back in this race and get back, gets back on top and gains the momentum. Hmm. Um, interesting uh, outline of the candidates that happened in the Daily Mail. Uh, they, they give you, uh, for instance, everybody running the, 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 their age that they would be on Inauguration Day. Okay. Like in Joe Biden's case, he'd be 78. On inauguration day. Okay. Um, tells you about his career, where he's been, and we all know where he's been. He's been in in the Congress and Senate for ever, <laughs> his entire life. Give you his religion, which Joe is Catholic. View his views on key issues. Ultra moderate. Yeah. Joe Biden. This was the most liberal senator in office. Yeah. Back in 08. More than Obama when Obama chose him as his running mate. Right. Weird. Ultra moderate who will emphasize bipartisan record. He's got a bipartisan record? Oh, I'd like to see that. Will come under fire over record, having voted to stop desegregation busing in 1975, to overturn Roe v. Wade in 81. Wow. Wow, these people have come so far in their radicalism. He voted to overturn Roe v. Wade in 1981? Amazing. Mm. I don't think I knew that. Mm-mm, I didn't. Uh, he voted for the now controversial 1994 Violent Crime Act. He voted for the 2003 Iraq War and for banking deregulation. Certainly wouldn't do that today. Says he's the most progressive Democrat. New positions include free college, tax reform, $15 minimum wage, 
No public position yet on the new Green Deal or health care. Huh. Pro-gun control. Has already apologized to women who say he touched them inappropriately. Would make history as the oldest person elected president if he's elected. His slogan? Our best days are still ahead. Uh, for Bloomberg. Uh, let's see. This is... He just barely got into the race, of course. Um, that was back in November 24th. His uh, religion is Jewish. His views on key issues, self-professed fiscal conservative, although painted as a Democratic moderate by other conservative groups, uh, opposed to Medicare for all. Hmm. Social progressive who backed gay marriage early but has flip-flopped on marijuana legalization, most recently opposing it, wants firm action on climate change, fiercely in favor of gun control, that's for sure, as New York mayor banned smoking in public places and tried to outlaw sugary drinks. He did outlaw large sugar, sugary drinks for a while. Uh, backs increased immigration, apologized for his stop-and-frisk policy, would make history as the oldest person elected president, first Jewish president, richest president ever, and the first New York mayor to become president. His slogan, fighting for our future. I thought his slogan was Mike will get it done or Mike can get it done or whatever. We just talked about that a minute ago. Mm. Then you got uh, Pete Buttigieg, 39 years old, is what he would be on inauguration. Boy, he... Pete is 39. Half, half the age of Bernie Sanders. I was looking this up because you wow. said Joe Biden would be the oldest president, which is true, but uh, he's not as old as Bernie if he were elected. Well, yeah, so um, so Joe is the youngin of the three between Bernie, Biden, and Bloomberg. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. And but, then you got Buttigieg, who's half their age. Wow. All of them. I mean, that's incredible. That sure is. Uh, currently. Mayor of South Bend, a Harvard grad, Rhodes Scholar, got a second degree. So he got a he got his degree at Harvard. Then he went to Oxford. Wow. That's uh that's pretty impressive. Then of course, he he was also in the uh armed forces. His religion raised as Catholic, now Episcopalian. Key issues? Said Democrat Party needs a fresh start. Wrote an essay in praise of Bernie Sanders when he was 17. Backed paid parental leave for city employees. Other policies unknown. Yeah, there you go. Interesting. Well, we know where he is on uh, on abortion, man. Yeah, he's you, you're just abortion whenever the kids walking doesn't matter out of the hospital. Oh well, still time to take right. care of that problem. Would make history as the first openly gay, youngest ever president. Uh, first veteran of post-World War II conflict, and his slogan, a fresh start for America. Hmm. Uh, let me just take 60 seconds here and tell you about Rough Greens. Did you know that dry dog food has to have a two to three year shelf life? They just want it to last on the grocery shelves. Yeah, that doesn't sound yummy at all. For a long time. No, it doesn't. And it kills <laughs> the sterilization process that they have to do because it has to last so long. Kills everything, you know, that's good for your dog in it. The probiotics, the enzymes, the vitamins, all of that goes away. That's why I love Rough Greens VitaSmart. First of all, it's not dog food. It's just, it's a healthy supplement 
that puts into your dog's food all the live nutrients necessary for your, for you to have a really healthy dog. And if your dog's like mine, they're going to gobble it down because she loves the taste. Absolutely loves it. So no matter what kind of food you feed your dog, whether it's the most expensive on the market or you just make your own at home, Rough Greens VitaSmart will make your dog's food better. If you want your dog to thrive again, just go to roughgreens.com slash blaze. R-U-F-F greens.com slash blaze or call 833-MY-DOG-33. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Tulsi Gabbard would also be 39 on Inauguration Day. Wow, she's really pretty young, too. Um, so goes through her career, her family. I guess this is her. She's working on her second husband, a cinematographer. She's been married to him since 2015. First marriage to her childhood sweetheart uh, ended in 2006, from 2002 to 2006. Ah, they got married young. Um, she's Hindu. <coughs> she's apologized for anti-abortion and anti-gay marriage views. Wants marijuana federally legalized. Opposed to most U.S. foreign interventions. She backs the $15 minimum wage and universal health care. Was the second elected Democrat to meet Trump after his uh, 22nd, 2016 victory. And she'd make history as the first female. First Hindu. First Samoan American president. Youngest president ever. And her slogan is lead with love. I didn't realize that. It's is that beautiful. right? Isn't that beautiful? <clears throat> lead with love. Amy Klobuchar's uh, slogan: "Let's get to work." <laughs> okay. And it, as well, you she's go, in the wrong party if she's trying to <clears throat> ask people to work. <laughs> no kidding. As we go through these, uh, their their viewpoints on issues. I mean, they're all just incredibly progressive. Um, even though Klobuchar is seen as a mainstream liberal, liberal she wants universal health care. Mm-hmm. She hasn't spelled out how. She's pro-gun control. She's pro-abortion. She backs $15 minimum wage. Uh, that's unbelievable. And, and this, is, this is considered a moderate of the field yeah. of Democrats. Yeah, she's a moderate. Let's get to work. Of course, Sanders would be 79 years old on Inauguration Day. 79. Oof. His uh, viewpoints on issues. Openly socialist standard bearer for the Democrat Party left turn, uh, wants federal $15 minimum wage, wants the banks broken up, union membership encouraged, free college tuition, universal health care, redistributive taxation. Wow. Again, as you're reading these, just remember, this is the moderate of the Democrat field. This is the moderate. Well, not Sanders. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I thought we were still up on to Sanders now. No. My bad. Yeah, you're right. Um, sorry. And sorry. Sanders, of course, secular Jewish, which means what? He would be Jewish if he ever cared about his religion, yeah, but he weird. doesn't. How could you be secular so, so I don't know. I don't know. It's like, yes, he's Jewish of heritage, okay. but he doesn't practice. Got it. Got it. I don't think he practices anything. My bad. His slogan, not me, us. That's wow. That's powerful. That's <laughs> <Wait>. powerful. <laughs> Look, I'll st- I'll stand back here while you do that. It's us. <laughs> We're together here. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
Tom Steyer, another radical. He's 63. Well, he would be 63 on Inauguration Day. Uh, his views? He's left of most of the field, uh, even though he's a hedge fund tycoon. He, he backs... Is- yeah. He's a... He's a douche. <laughs> he backs single-payer health care, uh-huh. minimum wage rises, free public college. Uh, previously spoke in favor of Bernie Sanders' agenda. Mm-hmm. Aggressive backer of climate change action, that's for sure, including ditching fossil fuels. He would make history as the richest Democrat ever. Uh, and his slogan, actions speak louder than words. Okay. As for Elizabeth Warren... She was a registered Republican who voted uh, for the party, but registered as a Democrat in 1996. It's interesting because a few of these used to be, uh, a few of these people used to be conservative. And I don't know what happened to them. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you go from conservative to flaming like socialist liberal. Because usually as you get older, you get wiser. Yes, right. And you realize, oh my gosh. These people I, went the opposite way. Right. Like, what's the Churchill quote? If you are a um, a conservative and you're under 30, you have no heart. Yeah. And if, if you're you, a liberal over after, 30, you have no brain. You have no brain. <laughs> right. Well, we can see what happened to Elizabeth Warren and some others. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't have a heart when I was under 30 because I've never been real liberal. Me either. Never. Yeah. I've always just been mm, this. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I've been I this. hate her. I hate yes. her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So. Warren's big viewpoints, uh, higher taxes on the rich, banking regulation, the DREAM Act path to citizenship for dreamers, abortion and gay rights, uh, campaign finance restrictions, expansion of public provision of health care, although still to spell out exactly how that would happen. She still hasn't done that exactly. (laughs) No. Uh, She's against the U.S. presence in Afghanistan and Syria. Uh, she wants to liberalize gambling. Would make history as the first female, of course. Um, Warren has a plan for that, is her big slogan. And then they even go through all the uh, the 21 people who've dropped out of the race and some of their highlights, too. But So there's the Democrat Party in a nutshell for you. They're all liberal uh, lunatics. Yeah, yeah. And we have uh, someone has gone ahead and... As you can see, collected for us, ladies oh, and gentlemen, yeah, the 2020 Democratic presidential field. I absolutely love this because you can you immediately see. Oh, look, it's that uh, that puppet from uh, what's that comedian's name, guys? Uh, anyways, Walter the puppet is uh, Joe Biden there, right? Jeff Dunham, thank you. And uh, you got the mad cartoon guys, obviously Pete, Buddha Judge. There's mm-hmm. Bernie down there. Is the Muppet the, the old left? Man. Pocahontas for Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> Mini and mini me for for mini Mike. Mini Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> so Trump great. was taken to call it him five feet four inches tall. Oh no! How tall is he? <laughs> five eight. Okay. He's five eight, and Trump will. <laughs> he's like five four. Those two guys do not like each other. No, they do not. And Twitter is their battlefield. <laughs> it's it's kind of fun to watch, actually. It's yeah. Kind of fun. Hmm. Uh. So. <laughs> uh. Do all signs not point to Bernie? I mean, how do, how do no, the, they do right now? How do the Democrats keep him? It's going to be interesting to see how they play this, especially at the convention. But for months, all signs pointed to Biden, so I wouldn't be surprised at all to see it flip around again. And, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. And Super Tuesday is just three days after South Carolina, because South Carolina is on February 29th. 
Yeah. And then just three days later, most of us get to vote. Coming up Saturday is Nevada, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a weird day for that to happen. Yeah. Well, it's easier to, uh, to, to rig elections yeah. and, uh, right. on the weekends because right. there's mass confusion. Everybody's participating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that will be Saturday. And like I said, South Carolina is on the And the 29th. following yeah. Saturday and is then, South Carolina. And if your state is listed here, uh, Tuesday, March 3rd, you get to vote. Alabama, Alaska, uh, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Maine, Massachusetts, Minnesota, North Carolina, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, I mean, Just about everybody. I mean, it's a, that, that's a big day. That is a huge day. March 3rd. Oh, that's also the Pat Gray New Year, March 3rd. Ugh, brother. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, isn't it though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> on on January second, I said today's the last day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wish I don't want to be hearing people wishing happy Happy New Year on March third. Pick some random day. So that's yeah, that's what happens. That's have, what's uh, gonna happen, of course. There are so many people right now who have that on their calendars, on their phones. Yeah, and I know. they will be calling, tweeting. It's going to be a happy, glorious day. It'll be a happy New Year day. March 3rd. Won't that be great? It's weird that they scheduled uh, Super Tuesday on a national holiday like New Year's Day. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> All right. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Watch any XFL over the weekend? <sighs> I saw that. I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, good. That's more than I got this morning in the uh, break room when the highlights were on SportsCenter. Yeah. I mean, I did see that uh, they interview players in the sidelines during the game. Oh, my gosh. That's really cool. It is cool. However, is it almost too much access? Because I I just saw them get into the quarterback's face who just threw a pick six. Yeah. So he just throws an interception and goes for a touchdown. Like, in seconds... The reporter, he's he's over on the sideline because now the defense has taken the field. The reporter's in his face. Oh, Matt, what happened there? What do you expect the guy to say? Well, uh, well, Bob, I don't know. I suck. I mean, I I, say. frankly, I'm just say? butt stupid. I shouldn't even be in the league. You know, I, I should be sacking groceries over at Walmart right now, Bob. That's that's what happened. Now, wait, the and, last uh, grocery sacker was, uh, <laughs> is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. But uh, I did see Matt McGloin uh, running off the field saying, uh, we got to change the entire game plan, and because uh, this sucks, basically. And he got benched after that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they took him out. Yeah, so he's going to the locker room at halftime. Interesting. And uh, he said, "We got to change it. Nothing's working. We got to change the whole game plan." Well, I guess part of that change of the game plan was, was getting him. Matt McGloin off the field. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Uh, who came in for him? I don't know. Okay, that was the game I was watching. Well, because yeah, you must have. Did you see the highlight where he threw the pick six and then they got no. immediately into his face? No, literally the only XFL that I've seen over the last, what, two weeks of the season here are Matt McGloin running off the field, being interviewed, and um, I assume some defensive lineman, some black guy on the sideline being interviewed. Mm. That's it. Sorry. I just haven't had time and it's been a lot of afternoon hockey. So, okay. Sorry. But if it's good, man, I hope it sticks it's around. It's so bad. I, you know, it'd be, it'd be fun. Yeah. I don't know. Spring football never seems to work, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, there are five Huskers in the league, so I, I have the motivation to watch. I just Yeah, there's just several not, Cougars in the league, too. Fitting in, you know. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Michael NP seventeen oh one tweets. Every basil plant I've ever bought has died in weeks. Thank you. Farming is not easy. Truth. Uh, Truth. Thank you. Tell that to Michael Bloomberg. Yeah. 
He thinks you're just an idiot if you can't farm. Or no, he's, he says it, it takes an idiot to be yeah. a farmer, whatever. Any, any, any moron Anybody. can be a for, just, you, farmer. You dig a hole, you put a seed in the ground, you pour water on it, up pops corn. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Mike, you do it. <laughs> if it was that easy, there'd be no starvation in the world. Thank you. Uh, I see dumb people. Mm-hmm. Tweets, uh, Dems 2020, welcome to Thunderdome. 22 enter, no one leads. <laughs> That's where they're at. Shall not be infringed, tweets uh, Mayor Pete's campaign slogan, only candidate that doesn't have to worry about breaking a hip. <laughs> well, him and in Tulsi, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, constitutional nobody. What do we call that place where everything's free and no one's working? Oh, prison. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And from Reaganette, you go to liberal because of money. Mm, so uh-huh. when you when you realize you're a failure in the world uh-huh. and you're never going to uh, reach your your hopes and dreams, then you finally you go, man, somebody else needs to do this for me. Yeah, the government should take it. <laughs> for, I need from some handouts. People. Yeah, why, there you go. why don't I have what you have? How come you don't give me what you have? In fact, you know what we should do is have the government redistribute what you have to what I, to to me. <laughs> that would be perfect. Yeah, then. That's when you go liberal. That's when you go liberal. Progressive. Mm-hmm. Keep your hands off my Sharpies, though. I don't have that many left. Yeah, somebody's stolen a good many of mine as well. Huh. Must be a liberal among us. It must be. It's not me. Uh, all right. President Trump was at Daytona, at the Daytona 500 over the weekend, and uh, uh, the liberals went crazy over it. I, I mean, it was a big deal, I guess, that he drove around the track in the in the Beast <laughs> in his limo. Uh uh, what, what should he have taken? An Uber? Should he have... Uh... <laughs> yeah, look, he's invited. He shows up, and look at that. That's awesome. Look at that. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that car is so heavy that... Uh... Destroying the track, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. It could... Uh... Just crushing the... Well, that's a sight for the ages right there. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's going to make potholes and stuff, and before you know it, Daytona 500 looks like driving through Fort Worth. Uh, a very yeah. special moment for our sport. So, After all, what sporting event would not want to have the President of the United States in right. attendance? Much Thank like- you. And period. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and I guess uh, Rob, who's a big NASCAR guy, was saying that you know it couldn't go up on the banking because you know, it's just too heavy. Too heavy would tip over and stuff. <laughs> that would have been bad optics. Yeah, that wouldn't so have been good. I'm glad they didn't do that. Yes. Mm. Uh, hopefully they were warned ahead of time. Yeah, don't go up, don't go up on the bank because yeah. that won't be good. Uh, then, uh, so he took a lap around and then he also did the, uh, gentlemen start your engines thing, right? Yes. Yes. Look at this. Daytona International (laughs) Speedway. We love our country and it's truly an honor to be with all of you at the great American race. Gentlemen, start (laughs) your engines. With emphasis on gentlemen. He didn't do drivers. He didn't do the PC thing they do now. No. Nice job. But, Have but they been on. doing that at Daytona? Yeah, but Rob, were there any female drivers anyway, though? No, there weren't any. So, oh. But still, I guarantee he would have done it anyhow uh, like <laughs> that. But so anyway, that was good. That was a good thing. And, and by the way, uh, you know, I guess they only got 20 laps in, Rob. So they're going to do this thing today, 3 o'clock Central Time. Got rained out, did they? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So if you missed it, right. you still have a chance. 
Oh, good, because, yeah, I, d- I did miss it. I and actually do I, try to watch the Daytona 500 every year. That, that is really? the one race that I really try to. Just this year just didn't work out, so I'll try today. Hmm. I'm more likely to watch the XFL uh, than the Daytona 500. Wow, see? I am a football junkie, but mm. I would choose the Daytona 500 over over a B-rate league playing football. Yeah, because it's so cool watching the cars go around in circles. I love that. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Oh, look, they're going to turn left again. Look at, oh, yeah, another turn. That's great. And another one. It's oh, look, somebody passed somebody. It's an event, see? Uh-huh. Rob says he's an event. Yeah. yeah I, I do like to see, I, the one thing I do love about watching NASCAR that I so rarely do. There was a time where we would have it on every week uh, when my son was really into cars. Uh, I don't know, maybe eight, nine years ago. The movie mm-hmm. Cars from Disney, Pixar, yeah. whatever, really, really launched, I think, a young uh, NASCAR audience. Uh, anyway. Might have, yeah. Anecdotally from my experience. Yeah. But I do love to see them trying to figure out, you know, all right, when am I going to pit? Because the tires, you know, and stuff, the strategy involved. Oh, look, this guy just pits, so now I'm going to. Anyway, and I do like to see Kyle Busch try to try to speed up and try to slow down right before the next line. Speed up, slow down. Anyway, getting in the weeds, aren't we? <laughs> All right. Is, are there weeds at NASCAR? Because I think it's mostly just concrete, isn't it? So, oh, that's good. No, that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. 888-900-3393. Uh, this is kind of fun, too. Tom Steyer, Amy Klobuchar. Asked uh, who both of them asked who the president of Mexico is, oh, and no. uh, here was their response. Oh, oh, look at this. Do you know his name? I forgot. Tom I forget. No he doesn't know. I forget. I forget. Yeah. Right, Amy knows. Here we go. But can you tell me his name? Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here's your road scholar. Can you tell me who the president of Mexico is? Yeah, President Rosa Obrador, I hope. <laughs> president Rosa Obrador. What? And then what was his, that? And then his nervous laughter. <laughs> he didn't know, at least. It's different than his crusty the crown la- uh, clown laugh that we've come to love. <laughs> you would hope because I mean a, a graduate of Harvard and yeah. Oxford should probably know. I think who anybody the that wants to be is. the president of the United should States know. should probably know at least let's you're, go with the neighbors. And especially when you're going on a Spanish speaking television right? network. <laughs> and nobody preps you beforehand? This wasn't some town hall on Medicare. Right. <laughs> Good point. You're on a Spanish speaking show. Wow, shows they care. And you haven't even thought, and nobody in your camp has thought, to tell you who the president of Mexico is. Wow. That's, uh... That's amazing. Ooh. That's, uh... Unless they just thought there'd just be so much pandering there for these Democrats that they'd never have to answer anything uh, difficult. And that shouldn't be difficult, by the way. Mm-mm. No, that's, that's, that's a... Wow. That's a no-brainer right there. Anyway. His name is Obrador, right? <laughs> Can we play the last five seconds of that clip? Because Pete, he has the most awkward laugh, no matter which one he goes with. It's never smooth. I want to see Pete uh, Buttigieg talking. Here we go. Can you tell me who the president of Mexico is? Yeah, President Luis Obrador, I hope. <laughs> he just kind of exhales. He sort of slurs that whole thing. I hope. <laughs> I hope. And then he sounds like the principal from Forrest Gump. <laughs> uh, uh. 
I don't remember the principle from Forrest. Let's Gump. move on. So that's a nice reference. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Joe Manchin, mm. who voted to oust President Trump, says he might actually endorse his reelection. Wow. 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 That's shades of Zell Miller endorsing George W. Bush in 2004. I mean, it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. And you're a pariah if -hmm. you do something like that in your party. Wow. But he said he could potentially endorse Trump for re-election just a week after he voted to convict him of abuse of power. (laughs) Everybody can change, Manchin said. Maybe the president will change, you know? Maybe that... Maybe that uniter will come out versus the divider. Plus, who's Joe? If Joe Manchin really is a moderate Democrat, who could he possibly vote for in that in that in that party? Yeah, he's there's pro-life. nobody for him. He's pro life. Mm-hmm. He's he's not a socialist like like the rest of them, like Elizabeth San, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. He he couldn't possibly get behind either of those. I think Joe Biden's probably. Too far gone for him. I mean, why wouldn't he vote for Trump? Much closer to uh, where he is. And where his state is. Ideologically. Yeah, and certainly where his state is. No question. West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Oh, by the way, don't forget that uh, we've got some things posted on YouTube now, including leakages part two mm-hmm. you don't want to miss leakages part two the valentine's day edition posted <clears throat> on uh, friday seven years in the making seven years <laughs> and putting that together and you'll see where that three and a half billion dollars went oh no I thought. It was... and you'll be stunned oh i thought it was more than that you thought it was more than three and a half billion so i think some money's missing <laughs> is there some missing yeah yeah because i think at one point i may have said we've spent seven trillion that would have on that i think yeah but i was <laughs> i was kidding yeah so you, <laughs> i was kidding there's some, there's, the there's no missing money but what is the sniff do you have sinus no, I just issues got a little, going on yeah or? i have some stuffiness today that but it uh, almost seems like uh, yeah there's no not, no missing money so this guy's a liar <laughs> okay all right yeah so youtube.com slash pat gray youtube.com slash pat gray go there subscribe please and uh, subscribe, you know, at YouTube, uh, not just YouTube, but also uh, for our podcast so that you can get that yeah. downloaded automatically you to, to you alerted, every day. Click the bell and then you'll never miss any new stuff that comes up there. And then you can go to iTunes and, and download the podcast mm-hmm. at your leisure. Mm-hmm. Or leisure. Spotify. Or Spotify. Or you or, can get a Blaze TV subscription or, yes. you know, stuff Google, like that. Google Play. Pretty Let's much see. anywhere. What else can we show? And the whole show. Is loaded on uh, YouTube every yeah, day now, and go, too. Go so. to the, you know, <clears throat> shop.blazemedia.com slash Pat. I'm throwing out everything today. Might we're, as well. We're, we're going to hit just, him with everything. Let's just hit him. Get you some merch. Anything else we got? Yeah, Talk we've got uh, the huh? mugs. Oh, we got the mugs. Oh, the t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So you got the mugs. Yeah. The you mugs. Got your, your t- the t-shirts. I'll, I'll a, sweatshirts. Put a nice, this is the greatest color ever, by the way, for a t-shirt. I like it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. We'll put that on right now. And we got, right. got the got the beanie thing, the hat going. Mm-hmm. I mean look at me, I'm decked out. I You are decked out. That's nice. Pimping the merch today. Okay, y'all. Here we go. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also add Pat Unleashed on Twitter. All right. You remember a few years ago, this is another uh one of the all time classics here at the Blaze was when Jeffy Oh no. 
went to the bathroom yeah. during the show and left his microphone on. <laughs> I'm talk about it now. Patton yeah, Studey might remember this a few years ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, Andrew Wilkow's here, by the way, uh, with us. Hi, Andrew. Uh, Patton Stu. Yeah, and that's uh, Jeffy going to the bathroom in the background. <laughs> Did we just hear Jeffy what? going to the bathroom? Yes, I know, you I know did. my mic is on. Did you turn his off? Man. Oh, my. It's like the naked gun in real life. Didn't that happen to the naked gun in real life? Remember the naked gun oh, at the end man. of one of those movies? Where they, he's in there going, oh, yeah. And he's, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Fisher just tinkled live on the air. Man. There was just a live yeah. chink. Thank you for keeping that potted up. Oh, we appreciate that in the control room there. That was a was a good move. Because that was a special moment that we just shared with Jeff. I literally Jeff cannot Fisher. believe that just happened. <laughs> okay, so okay, Andrew so Wilkow <laughs> joined us uh, Hello, upstage Andrew. by the urine of Jeff Fisher. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the program, Andrew Wilkow. I, I was going to... There you go. That was good stuff. Well, it's happened again. Oh, no. Not here. With Jeffy? No. Oh, no. Unfortunately, not with Jeffy. Okay. Uh, in the Georgetown, Texas City Council meeting. This is something else, man. Bring back some... Uh, in fact, this is worse than what happened to Jeff. Much worse, yes. Um, uh, here's Mayor, what happened. I'll try and keep this brief. It's a pretty serious um, conversation happening about this. So a guy, you just saw the guy get up. There he goes. There he goes. walks back, pastor, head into the bathroom. going to hit some of the highlights here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that these deadly infections, there's Uh-oh. something we can do about it. Oh, and no. Oh, what no. we can do is call on <laughs> represent, uh, governmental representatives. Oh, no. Oh, no. That are higher. One. Oh my! Up oh the no! <laughs> Make it stop! <laughs> poor lady's like, oh no! Uh, oh, it just keeps going. And ask for action at the federal level. Um, I am um, aware of Mr. Brainerd's concerns that he raised last time, and there were there would be instances where I actually agree. <laughs> That we should take action locally first, but there are not any um, KFO operations in Georgetown. So for us to just say it within the city limits. Would be... <laughs> Microphone here. Oh man! Yeah. It's like he's got now, a kazoo in mean, there. Yeah. <laughs> he comes back. Um, he comes back, and his buddy so, on the council has a little talk with him. <laughs> and also these diseases. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, here he is. <laughs> What's been going on? Don't know any boundaries. So a state by state approach would just mean that the. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, your mic's on. What? Yeah. Say yeah. what? Your mic's been on the whole time. Do what? <laughs> oh man. Come, come back. <laughs> oh my. That I mean, how do you ever? I'd never show up to the council Has meeting again. Has he resigned yet? I'd I'd be. I would have resigned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never coming back to this uh, this city hall ever again. <laughs> I'm looking to see if there's an update. I'm, I'm having to type with one hand since I'm holding my microphone with the other because I leaned on it too much during that segment. Mm. Uh, let's just see here. I'm not seeing anything <clears throat> about the uh, the mayor at this point of Georgetown, Texas. But uh, Wow. Meeting adjourned. <laughs> <laughs> No. I mean, that that's rough. something you would never live down. <laughs> never. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three. I mean, it just didn't stop either. Kept going and going and going. <laughs> yep.
All right. So uh, <laughs> Mayor Pete says he and his uh, same-sex husband hope to start a family and may have children in the White House. Uh-huh. Uh, now one of the front runners, of course, he said that he and his he is he and his husband do plan to start a family, and uh, if he were to if he were to be elected, they might start the family right there in the White House. Mm. We're hoping to have a little one soon. Okay. <clears throat> mm. Okay. Biology, anyone? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Obviously, adoption. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I imagine it would make me a better president. <sighs> he told CNN. And Jake Tapper said, uh, do you think if you're elected president, hypothetically, that you will plan to start a family in the White House? I don't see why not. He said, I think it would be, wouldn't be the first time that children have arrived uh, to, the, to a first couple. <laughs> way, way to simplify that. Way to oversimplify that, Pete. Yeah, he did. Just a bit. Uh, biologically, they, of course, oh, they actually wrote this in the article. Biologically, Buddha Judge and his husband cannot have a child. We need that information in what? stories in 2020 because you're not going to know otherwise. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought we were told men can have babies now. Uh... Huh. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Uh, welcome to it. Uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Scotty Sweatman tweets, I'll vote for Mike Bloomberg if he promises to wear that fish costume <laughs> as he's being inaugurated. <laughs> It'd almost be worth it. It really would. Almost. Uh, but not quite. Greedy skyhole developer. <laughs> it seems like Democrats are just trying to argue whose policies would destroy the economy and nation the fastest. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Steve 42 Pack Ray Unleashed New Year, which begins on March 3rd. March 3rd. Needs an animal. Uh, like the Chinese New Year. Maybe the Year of the Bat. Year of the Bat. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. Uh, that's current event-ish. Mm-hmm. Shore Girl M. Uh, replying to the Steve 42. I'm going with Year of the Dog. Rough Greens. Uh-huh. Uh, see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tying in a sponsor. Nice. Thinking outside the box. Chicken Too Tasty tweets, I'd like Mayor Pete's laugh. I'd take Mayor Pete's laugh any day over the Hillary cackle. Oh, what this? Come on now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, probably. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. You take it over yes. the the Pete laugh that we just uh, heard <clears throat> on the. On Tell the me who the president of Mexico is. Yeah, President Luis Obrador. I hope. Luis <laughs> Obrador. <laughs> I mean, that's better than I think his Krusty the Clown laugh that we had the other day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hit that again. <laughs> it's the That's close. That's really close. Hit it again, Martin. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Krusty the mayor. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> uh, so he and his husband, I guess, planning children. And uh, that cute. could happen in the White House. Because uh, <laughs> if he's elected, that's that's their intent. Mm. And I love the fact that this article, and as Keith pointed out, the reason they pointed out is because this is from CNS News, the Christian News Service. Uh, that's why they point out biologically, Buddha Judge and his husband cannot have a child because they are the same sex. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. That Wait, that precludes having children together? Yeah, huh. yeah. So, um, 
When he appeared on <laughs> CNN on April 16, 2019, host Poppy Harlow asked him if he had talked to his husband about adopting and surrogacy. This week you said you're interested in starting a family soon, and I think this is a relevant question because I see how much having children has changed me, not only as a person, but in my career, in my vision Mm -hmm. and hopes for this country. And for you, running for the highest office in the land, undoubtedly having children will change you. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you plan to start a family? The discussions with your (laughs) husband, adopting surrogacy and what people should expect? Well, uh, we've been thinking about it for a while, he said. Obviously, my recent professional choices have made it a little more complicated, so we're figuring through all that. Wait wait a minute. Your professional choices have made it more complicated? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Could it be the fact that you both have a penis? Does that have anything to do with it? Come on. Let's be real. No, that doesn't have anything to do oh, with okay. it. Men can have babies if they want to. They have periods. They can have babies. They I can forgot. do all the things girls can. I forgot what year it was. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, I, I keep forgetting. Right. And girls can do all the things guys can. In fact, uh-huh. much, much, oh, much yeah. better. Oh, yeah. That's much happening. better than That's men. happening in Connecticut still. And beyond. Yeah, give me that story yeah. because uh, I've got some other relevant stories. Um, there you go. In the Olympics, in fact... Well, let's start here. Let's start with the uh, two biological males who identify as females have crushed the field in Connecticut high school track. No kidding. <laughs> I am stunned. Newsflash. Now three girls are fighting back with a lawsuit. I'm telling you, the women being left behind here are not just going to take this. And they shouldn't. Terry Miller and Andrea Yearwood, a pair of biological males who identify as females, have dominated girls' high school sprint events in Connecticut. For instance, here's a... uh, Miller, here's... They had a clip. Um, I don't know if we have that clip. I doubt it, right? Um, They had a clip of Miller winning the 2018 State Girls 100-meter dash in a record time of 11.72 seconds with Yearwood coming in second. That's not blazing fast, but, you know, it's faster than the girls in Connecticut could run it. But a trio of biological female athletes have had enough, and they're fighting back. Selena Sewell, Alana Smith, and Chelsea Mitchell and their mothers filed suit in federal court. These are all actual girls, uh, born and raised girls. As a result of the policy, two males were permitted to compete in the girls' athletic competitions beginning in the 2017 track season. Between them, they have taken 15 women's state championship titles. Wow. And have taken more than 85 opportunities to participate in higher-level competitions uh, from female track athletes in the 2017, 18, and 19 seasons alone. That's terrible. I'd move out of that state, especially if I had a daughter that was Mm -hmm. wanting a maybe a. Uh, scholarship to a to a college now and she's she can't do any better than third now Mitchell would have won would have won the 2019 state championship in the girls 55 meter indoor track competition but because two males took first and second she was denied the gold medal of course I would be pissed mm-hmm. I would really be irritated uh and and you're right I mean you you would have to consider other avenues like moving like going to a state where they don't allow this Come to Texas where you have to compete as your as your birth 
gender. And and this is every year about this time we're <clears throat> getting these stories out of Connecticut. Yeah. And yeah, this isn't the they're first not, time. They're not changing it. And this and different people too. Mm-hmm. In different sports. Um Girls deserve to compete on a level playing field. Forcing them to compete against boys isn't fair. Shatters their dreams, destroys their athletic opportunities. According to the ADF legal counsel, uh, Christiana Holcomb, having separate boys and girls sports has always been based on biological differences, not what people believe about their gender. Thank you for a little bit of clarity in life. Because those differences matter uh, for fair competition. And forcing girls to be spectators in their own sport is completely at odds with Title IX. That's what blows me away. I know. Because Title IX was everything. Women are no longer protected in this society. Title IX ruled sport the sports world. Transgenders. Until na- until the last couple of years with tra- with the trans thing. Mm-hmm. A federal law, This it was designed to create equal opportunities for women in education and athletics. And now this is reversed 50 years worth of advances made by women's sports. Wow. Plus, it hasn't stopped at high school athletics because now a biological male runner is competing in the USA Women's Olympic Trials. Yay! <laughs> good, um, good. We knew we knew this was going to happen too. Yep. We said it's going to get to the Olympics and then what? Uh, ta-da! Biological male, marathon runner, who identifies as a transgender woman, is set to compete in the USA Olympic Trials later this month. <laughs> Megan Yongren is set to make history on February 29th as the first openly transgender athlete to compete at the U.S. Olympic Marathon Trials. Uh, younger Yongren qualified for the trials after a strong performance in the California International Marathon. Wow, how surprising. I'm stunned. A strong performance? No. A dude against women? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> People will try to put it down by saying, that's too easy because you're trans. <laughs> but what about the 500 other women who qualify? What? What? What about them? They're all women. You're a man. There's probably uh, someone with the exact same story. No, I okay. doubt it. And okay. if that's true, then they shouldn't be there either. And if that's true, then go compete against them in the Trans Olympics. Right. Yes, thank Seriously. you. Seriously, we're, we're going to have to create a separate category for trans Absolutely. People. I trained hard. I got lucky. I dodged injuries. Youngren said, "Got lucky." I raced a lot, and it worked out for me. That's the story for a lot of other people too. No, no, that's. Uh, That's not accurate. That is not the story for probably any other woman in this competition. The International Olympic Committee requires transgender athletes in women's sports to keep their testosterone levels below a certain threshold. Mm, okay, well, then that'll that'll take care of the, the muscles too, right? Sure, <laughs> sure. But scientific research suggests that suppressing testosterone isn't enough to neutralize biological male athletes' inherent physiological advantages. Sorry, you can't get around the science on this. You just you can't. I know, and we're the science deniers. <clears throat> yeah. That's awesome. I know. We haven't been the science deniers for quite some time now. Former U.S. Olympic athlete Rebecca Dussault told the Daily News uh, Caller call News Foundation in September 
that allowing biological males in female sports will have disastrous effects on female athletes. Mm-hmm. Once a male body has gone through puberty, they've received the benefits. So the skeletal, skeletal form, lung capacity, muscle density, the greater length of levers in their body, their muscle-to-weight ratio, their capacity to deal with dehydration much better, narrower hips. I mean, you name it, they're physiologically designed differently than women. Thank you. I won't hear it. I think you got to hear it because it's true. Mm-hmm. We invest so much money into keeping sports fair, and this blows the cap off of it. Every women's record in sports will fall. Yeah, and they are. They're all falling now uh, to men. You said because it's true. I have to hear it. Yeah. Whose truth, Pat? <laughs> uh, science is truth. The truth of science. The truth of biology. Seriously, what's the point of, of being a female in competition anymore? Yeah, if there this is, is no If point. this is the roadblock you're going to run into. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> it's absolutely asinine. And we keep, you know, we, we keep just turning the other way. Looking the other way. Oh, well, okay. And Yeah, they, I mean, they, they identify as women. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's just, nah, the women that don't like it, they're haters. Yep. They're, they're just... They're bigots. So you hate people that are different than you, I see. Uh-huh. Mm. Yep. Sure you want that college scholarship. So does the trans man, okay? So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> know your place, woman. See, look, we right? come full circle. There we go. See? We come right back to the beginning. Ooh. It's hard to believe, too, because, I mean, women have come a long way. And in every other venue, that women are taking the lead roles that used to be men, like, uh, isn't the next 007 going to be a, a woman? Yeah. Um, I noticed even in the new movie, uh, Hansel and Gretel, they they inverted the names to Gretel and Hansel. I, I, <laughs> what? Just, yeah. On what? A movie? Yeah. A, what? There's a new movie out, Hansel and Gretel, uh, in a new movie, and it's called Gretel and Hansel. I mean, for... I don't know, 150 years or how, however long that fairy tale's been out, it's been Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, it took us 150 years to get woke. Right, now we're woke, now we're and woke. it's Gretel and Hansel. Gretel and Hansel. <laughs> I mean, that's how, that's how far we've come on, you know, putting the emphasis on women. And now this, in sports, it's okay all of a sudden to forget about women's rights. We don't care about them. Uh, if it involves a trans person, then sorry. Uh, you're a second-class citizen to the trans. And it's their needs we're going to pay attention to, not yours. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty amazing. Pretty extraordinary. What a world, man. Yeah, I never thought I'd see it. And this Title IX thing, geez, I mean, that is like the ultimate law yeah. of the last 50 years is Title IX. In sports and academics, at least, I, I, all kinds of men's sports went away. They were swept away completely because of Title IX. So you could get more women's sports in. And now this? Uh, it's crazy. Again, again, remember, we should not try to make sense of the world. Cause well, because you can't. You'll go insane doing so. Yeah, you just can't. Uh, 888-933-93, also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> just watching a news report of... J.J. Watts wanting to dance with his grandmother. Wow. <laughs> we got to send that out. Yeah, we got to find, find that, that and tweet it out for him. 
All right. Much more coming up. <laughs> yeah, JJ Pat Grand Leash. Married. Pat Gray Unleashed. So we just uh, tweeted out the J.J. Watt grandmother dance <laughs> at his secret wedding uh, recently. I think it was just over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so you can check that out at Pat Unleashed. 888 and uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pew Pew One Pew on the farting mayor. <laughs> Georgetown, Texas. Okay, so that was definitely worse than Eric Swalwell farting <laughs> on live TV. Yeah, because it was... <laughs> A little prolonged. Prolonged. Uh, yeah, nonstop. That's the, that's the word. Uh, Jeffy's 18 Spoons was the Georgetown City Council meeting a preview of the next episode of Leakages? <laughs> oh, no. Maybe. Maybe. By the way, you can check out the latest episode at uh, youtube.com slash Pat Gray. Jeffy's Ice Cream Shovel uh, tweets, I mean, the mayor was good, but Jeffy can do better. Time for round two. Uh, don't encourage him. Daniel Pulliam tweets, uh, isn't it <clears throat> peculiar how you don't hear about any biological women who identify as men competing against other men? Yeah, hmm. yeah, because that one doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? <clears throat> that doesn't. There was, I think there was one biological woman in Texas who was wrestling against women because she had to, because in Texas you have to wrestle if you you have to compete in the sport of your of your uh, your birth gender, and she claims to have wanted to compete against men, but they wouldn't let her in Texas. So that's that's the one instance I know about, and she of course dominated uh, in the women's bracket because she was on you know steroids, she was on testosterone, and uh, she so she was gaining strength and all of that. And she dominated. She, I think her last two years didn't lose a single match mm. and won the state championship, I think, two years running. And then she got a scholarship somewhere and wanted to compete as a man, and I think they were going to let her do that. But we haven't seen a, I haven't seen a follow-up to how she's done against men. Oh, now, and you think you would, right? If she was dominating the men, you'd think you'd hear about that. Yeah, I'll check that. Uh, yeah. I guess I look, look my, into that. Uh, my wrestling. Do you remember that story though? Laps, uh, yeah, it was vaguely. a year or two ago. Maybe we were doing the afternoon show when when uh, when that came out. Okay, I'll look into that. So, what's the uh, Nazarene Fund doing right now? Well, our team is on the ground helping five Christian families, roughly twenty six people, and moving them to safety. People can go to the NazareneFund.org or MercuryOne.org to donate and learn more about what we're doing to help those in need around the world you can go to the nazarenefund.org or mercuryone.org to to donate and learn more uh if you'd give seven dollars seventy dollars or seven hundred dollars to those in need whatever you can afford whatever you can do uh we'd really appreciate the help to save lives in the middle east the nazarenefund.org triple eight nine hundred thirty three uh ninety three I got to play this uh, ABC News clip because since when do ABC News reporters make things difficult for Democrat candidates? Uh, in this particular case, Tom Steyer was on with Martha Raddatz on ABC. And uh, he was, you know, going off on, on Trump and she sort of challenged him on the economy <laughs> 
and how well the economy is doing. Check this, this out. Mr. Starr, you say that you can take on Donald Trump on the economy. But the latest Quinnipiac national poll again released just this week says 70 percent of voters describe the nation's economy as excellent or good. So hmm. how do you convince them that a change is needed when they think they're doing so well under Donald Trump? Right. Good question. I think if you take a look at what he says, everything he says superficially sounds right, but is actually a lie. So when he says the economy is growing, I can show that, in fact, all the money is going to rich people. When he says unemployment is low, which is true, I can show that the wages people are getting don't support a family. Work it. And when he says the stock market is up, these were his three big statistics. It's largely because of the huge tax break he gave to big corporations. But it also is, doesn't matter that much because most of the stocks, 85% mm-hmm. of the stocks are held by the top 10% of uh, 10. But, but 10, I want to go back to that 70% number. You so talk, you talk about the, the wealthy. They're not all wealthy people. Thank you, 70% Martha. say Thank you. the economy is good and they're right. doing well. Yes. You get? Well, I'm just saying, you. here we I'm are on saying. a show and you're standing up for Mr. Trump's oh. version of the economy. And I'm telling you, no, I'm telling you about telling a you national poll. I'm not so, standing up for anybody. I'm, t- I'm telling you about you. a national poll. And what I'm saying is this. Yeah. There is a uh-huh. different story of this economy and this country that has to be told. Wow. Mr. Trump has to be faced down about what he's saying on the economy because he is running on the economy. That's exactly what he's going to say. He's going to say, I'm no, great no, on no, the no, economy no. and Democrats stink. Okay, so what wow. what he has to do then Got nothing. is convince people that you're not doing as well as you think you're doing. I'm sorry, you think you're doing really well. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're paying your bills? No, you're not. You think you've got enough food on the table? You don't. What are you, That is unbelievable. 70% of people are telling you they're doing well. And you're going to tell them the opposite? Tom? Well, here you are. You're just... I'm on this show. Wow. In other words, what he's trying to say is, I'm on a liberal news outlet. Right. And, and you you're dare me, challenge me. You're giving me facts that make Don't Trump you look good. Dare do that. See, that's incredible. Did you ever think you'd see Martha Raddatz actually s- speak the truth about how, the way people are feeling about the economy? Martha speaks. N- no way. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really something. That's. <laughs> And then, I mean, he's just stumped. Well, uh, 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 what, what I'm telling you is um, we need to make people believe they're not doing what they're doing. I need to That's convince America that, that they suck. things suck. Yeah. I have to tell you that you're doing a lot worse than you think you're doing. And never mind the facts and never mind how you're feeling. Doesn't matter. No, it sucks. So vote for Doesn't me. matter. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, these guys are just unbelievable. Wow. I mean, is there a way that you could run against somebody with a really good economy and you just focus on the other things, right? You, I mean, you, you focus on something else that he, hasn't, that he hasn't done that he said he was going to do. I don't know, like immigration maybe. We haven't gotten where he said he was going to get. I mean, he's ter- he was trying to tell us, <laughs> no President Jim. Trump was trying to tell us that... Uh, that the illegal aliens right now are paying for the wall. Mm. And that's the promise that he's fulfilling uh, for Mexico paying for the wall. And that's, <laughs> it's just not the case. It's yeah. just not, it's not real. 
And, and, and I wish you wouldn't do that. But you can't be a Democrat and run on, we need to get tough on the border because Trump right. hasn't. <clears throat> and that's the problem. And, and I can't wait till we get back from the break. I don't know if you want to play the clips. You know, it wasn't that long ago um, that Amy Klobuchar was tough on the border. And then over the weekend, Joe Biden had to answer for kids in cages under Obama. Um, kids in cages. I have time for the oh, Amy boy. right now if you want the 06. Uh, we do. Let's, okay. play, let's play Amy. Uh, here's what she said back in 2006 about the border. I do believe that we need more resources at the border and that that includes huh. offense. What we have now, we have people waiting to come in legally. Thousands of people waiting to come in legally to this country, and we have people coming in illegally. That's mm-hmm. not right. We Thank need you. to get order at the border. But we also have to stop giving amnesty to companies that that are hiring illegal immigrants. I agree. Under this administration, the number of prosecutions of companies Mm -hmm. has gone way down. That has to change. Then finally, I believe that we need to give people who have been in this country for a number Mm -hmm. of years, who are willing to pay their taxes, who are willing to learn English, who are willing to pay the fines, the chance for earned citizenship. Nothing has happened Jeez. for the last six years on this issue. It has been all talk, and that has to change. We need to get some action. What happened to these people? I don't know. But Where did they go? That Amy Klobuchar couldn't make it as far as she's making it so far in the Democratic primary. Order at the at border. The border. That's good. I mean, she was completely different on immigration. Uh, Schumer was completely different. Harry Reid, completely different. I mean, on and on and on. They were all the opposite. Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Not social gadfly tweets. <laughs> I want to thank everyone from the Blaze that played the ridiculous tree tune last week. It's oh. been in my head on repeat ever since. When you're you're welcome. You are welcome. So so welcome. <laughs> uh, that's great. I'm glad we could help you with that. Yep. Um, We're helpers. Perhaps we can help a little bit further. Natalie Shira uh, taught her Amazon connected device. <laughs> it goes by a girl's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, taught that thing a new a new song, and here's how it went. There's a hole in the sky where a tree once was. Somebody's making money. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that with your uh, Amazon-connected device. I don't know how that works, huh. but it made me laugh. <laughs> That's really kind of cool. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, there's a hole in my eardrum. Thanks, Pat. Tweets. Are we sure they didn't change the name of the story to Greta, Greta and Hansel to pay homage to the little climate catastrophe crier? <laughs> maybe. And maybe. Maybe. That's possible. Swamp Rat. It's not birth gender. It's gender assigned at birth. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> You're right. That's that was our bad. really stupid. I'm that's sorry. Bad. Gender assigned at birth. So weird. <laughs> Wes Usery, uh, if Earth survives a million years, will future beings discover the ruins of our society and claim our demise was brought on by gender delusion confusion? <clears throat> Perhaps. I mean, that's entirely possible. That and several other issues that we're also having from the progressive left. Uh, But yeah, that could definitely be a cause of it. No doubt about it. 
888 Uh Maybe the fact that we won't pay attention to our border could bring down the civilization as well. Mm. Uh, Joe Biden was on with Jorge Ramos about why the uh, Obama administration put kids in cages. Thank Uh-oh. you, Jorge, for Uh-oh. Jorge asking the tough questions of a Democrat. How, how, how dare you? you? How dare you do that to a Democrat, Jorge? Uh, here's what happened. At the debate in Houston, um, you said that during the Obama-Biden administration, and I quote, we didn't lock people in cages. Um, but you actually did. Well, not, not in the same numbers as in the Trump administration, but you did. Uh, we, we found a picture you. of an eight-year-old boy from uh, Honduras. Yes. And what, 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 what this was, was, was if you know. In, 20, in 2014, mm-hmm. uh, in a detention center in McAllen, Texas. I spoke yes. with, with the. Uh, yes. The and what happened was one. all the unaccompanied children were mm-hmm. coming across the border. Yeah, that's what, we tried to get the, them out. We had, pause it for a second. That's exactly what was happening with Trump. All the unaccompanied kids at the border coming across, and we didn't know who they belonged to. In large part, that was the issue again. Still, it continued. And they didn't know what to do with these kids. Do you just release them to anybody who says, yeah, that's mine? It could be some child molester. could be a coyote. Uh, and sometimes they're one and the same. Child molester slash coyote. I mean, what? <laughs> Just uh, unbelievable. It's unreal. The explanation these Democrats, they don't have anything. They've got no explanation for their, for their conduct and their misdeeds that they didn't give a rat's anus about during Obama. And now all of a sudden, oh my gosh, this horrible president putting kids in cages. Oh, all right, let's see the rest of this. What happened was all the unaccompanied children were coming across the border. We tried to get them out. We kept them safe and get them out of the, the detention centers. Yeah, the cage. At, uh, Same thing, the cage. Center, right, the cage. They were run by Homeland Security and get them into communities. Yeah, as quickly that's as we exactly can. what Trump did. Well, look. Well, you know, look. You know look you're not fat. telling the truth here about the comparison of the two things. Uh, what? I'm, I'm saying that the numbers in your administration were not the same as the ones we No, they're probably right higher no, beyond in the that, Obama administration. Look how quickly we got them out and got them back to families. Look how, how we quickly didn't did engage you? and we sought the relatives here. Wow. We sought wow. to get them into safe communities. We sought to get them out of the control of Unreal. Homeland Security to get them safe. But they came unaccompanied. Unaccompanied. Yeah, oh, come on, so man. did Trump's way, One of the things people. we should be doing, and you may recall, I'm the Unreal. only guy that got it done, was to provide for $750 million so people didn't want to leave in the first place by going down to Honduras and Guatemala and wow. El Salvador and making sure that we, in fact, change the circumstances which is causing them to flee to begin with. You may remember I spent, I spent, I spent, I spent hundreds of... Well, no, they didn't. They dropped off extensively. Uh-huh. Extensively. And then no, there, no. Was another, there was another wave of Central American immigrants. Yeah, and, and, and what happened? Because they stopped funding it. This administration three years ago stopped spending the money. Mm-hmm. They stopped mm-hmm. going after the so, gangs. They stopped the street lighting. They stopped building boys and girls clubs. They stopped the... Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep going, yeah. Wow, that is 700 million uh, real. Uh, down there uh, for the border. Uh, Could have done a little bit more good if you weren't, you know... Laundering 1.8 billion through Ukraine, but I digress. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Wow. Oh, Jeez. I mean, 
Jorge, uh, not backing down. I liked it. Although he, you know, he, because he does, he dislikes Trump so much. Mm-hmm. He he didn't do a phenomenal job there. I mean, it was better than you know many have done. That's for sure. It wasn't on the Martha Raddatz level against Tom Steyer. No. But it's just good to see these moments where these Democrats are, where well, they think they're in friendly territory, and they're, yep. whoa, whoa, an objective question with facts? Yeah. Who do you think you are? What is this, Fox News studio I'm sitting in? I know. And that's what the, well, you're just doing Trump talking points. Oh, okay. Martha Raddatz from ABC. <laughs> just doing Trump talking points? Really, Tom? <sighs> And then Biden, like, oh, oh, be acting like he's being treated so unfairly there by Jorge Ramos, <laughs> who is essentially a mouthpiece of the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That was fun. Yeah, and I mean, it's just it's the same problem Trump has. It's kids unaccompanied, kids that they're trying to get back to their parents. They're trying to get them back into their communities. Same thing. Uh, it's just not defended very well by this by this administration. But in Trump's defense, he did get Mexico to actually defend their own <laughs> sovereignty. Yeah, he did. And 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 stop yes. them from coming in in the first place. And if you can send the message down through the continent and say, "Yo, there's going to be trouble all along the way," then maybe these kids who end up in cages never leave home to begin with. Right. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if uh, we just we somehow stopped uh, the avalanche of people coming across the border? Wouldn't it be nice if we did help all of these countries keep their people in their own country? You know, maybe maybe the uh, maybe Mexico could do a better job for Mexicans, and Honduras can do a little better job for Hondurans, and then they won't all have to leave. And uh, and head this way, uh, but that's nah, not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Speaking out your butt when you're talking about that, <laughs> it's not going to happen. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right. Do you want, I, I think. Why do we have this? Why do we? Why is this video of a monkey cleaning? Oh wait, 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 wait! Before you do that, do you want to? Do you want to hit that Ralph Norman clip? I think you will really appreciate uh, Representative Ralph Norman talking about um, how illegals get uh, money, taxpayer dollars. Play that clip, guys. Play, and I just clip. heard this yesterday. One of the cuts that my so-called friends from the left are saying is that if you come into this country and can't speak English, then you're disabled. That's a disability. Have you heard that? It is one of the qualifying factors right now within the disability insurance program that we're trying to reform. Trump's trying I'm to reform it. that. If you can't come into this country and speak English, you're, you're entitled to all the benefits of this country because you can't speak the American, uh, you can't speak English. The American people are on to it and yeah. they get it. So that's one, tax- of the, that's one of the reforms in tax dollars that Trump's trying to save us. Because, mm-hmm. oh, you can't speak English? Oh, that's a disability. Give him more money. Okay. And so he was talking to the budget director uh, there. But uh, anyway. You, to stop it from being a disability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although, every little bit I mean, helps. It is. Uh, it's a hindrance, that's for sure. And they should be. They should be taught English. I'm before they get here. Yes. Well, or, or once they're here, mm-hmm. certainly make sure that they, because right now there's we, we don't expect anything of them. Right. And so they could spend right. a lifetime saying, "Oh, I have a disability. I can't right. speak English." And you can be here for twenty years and not speak a word of English. And getting tax dollars and showing no 
um, uh, inclination to learn the language. There are many people from Mexico, Central, and South America who have been here for 20, 30 years and still don't speak English. There is no excuse for that. There's no excuse except for Democrats keeping them on the reservation, making sure that they're beholden to that party, making sure that they depend on that party instead of being encouraged to learn English so that they can excel in this country and they can get out of low-paying jobs. The Democrats have done such a disservice to every single minority in this country. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I think some are just starting to wake up to that now. There are a few people who are starting to think, wow, wait a minute, what have they done for me? What, have, what has the Democrat Party ever done for me except keep me down? So, you know, once that happens, things are going to change. Once people wake up and realize that the Democratic Party is just a massive reservation, uh, then things will change. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Now, this monkey cleaning a gun. <laughs> it's just why, fine. Uh, this has been on, on the show sheet for, Yeah, because it's know, a monkey six weeks. cleaning a gun. Right. And it's, so? Watch this. See, look, I mean. All right. Good. See, I think he's Good. saying that any monkey right. can clean a gun. Look at that. It's like you do it. Look at that. Look at that monkey cleaning a gun. So Going to put it back together. But see, he's like, yeah, you have an opposable thumb, that. so I need you to yeah. stay close here. Way, so there we go. Yeah, that didn't really work, it. did it? But Anyhow. Uh, okay. So there you go. All so right. there's a monkey cleaning a gun. It's cute. And it sets up our uh, very serious and scary story out of Arizona. There's a bill introduced to the Arizona State Legislature that aims to ban possession and sale of assault weapon or large capacity magazines. Senate Bill 1625, introduced by Senator Rebecca Rios Mm -hmm. and co-sponsored by 11 other Democratic senators, will, if approved, ban a person, corporation, or other entities from manufacturing, importing, possessing, purchasing, selling, or transferring any assault weapon or large capacity magazine. You're going to ban the manufacturer of them? Wow. And the ownership. and Yep. It contains detailed definitions of what constitutes an assault weapon. Okay. Including, among other things, semi-automatic rifle that has the capacity to accept a detachable magazine. Okay, so AR-15s are out. AK-47s are out. It also defines what is a large-capacity magazine, categorizing it as any ammunition feeding device with the capacity to accept more than 10 rounds. Now, I think my Glock accepts more than 10 rounds. Correct. I think it's 15. Yep. Is it 12 or 15? Is that what I, you I, have there? I don't know. No, you got a, a Glock? Yeah, so this is, uh, this is, this is your <clears> typical <throat> handgun here, and like my handgun holds 14, Okay. And I tweeted Mine does out, something like that, too. Yeah, so I tweeted mm-hmm. out a picture of, uh, of my favorite, which is um, a Beretta uh, 92FS compact. And um, holds 14. So and, that would go away. But then, but then uh, I forgot who it was that tweeted me this story. Like, eh, check that serial number there. Because uh, Google, apparently now logging them, Google and Facebook, when you um, send out a picture of, like, uh, your gun. So anyhow, I quickly pulled that down. Um, 
I don't know what kind of database Google's building, but yeah, so this would be made illegal in the state of Arizona mm. under this law. That's madness. Yeah. That's because you only need what? One bullet? Is that right? Yes. You only need one bullet. Right? Yeah. I mean, I what's mean, your problem? Right. You can't handle that. Um, Unbelievable. So, so Arizona, I don't know what's happening there, Virginia, but these are the consequences of giving Democrats power. If the bill passes and is signed into law, anyone in possession of an assault weapon or large capacity magazine will be able to either remove it from the state, <laughs> make go. it permanently inoperable. Mm-hmm. I, I so you have to break it up. I, I guess you got to go Bo Jackson style it. over your knee or something. I have no idea what they're doing. Or surrender it to an appropriate law enforcement agency. They're talking 90 about, days. You got 90 days oh, that is to respond to this law if it passes. <laughs> wow. In Arizona, we're not talking about California or Illinois or Massachusetts. That's in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Unreal. So careful. Mm. Careful. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just looking here at the uh, setup in Arizona. It's close. So Republicans still hold the majority. But okay, but, so but hopefully they, that but won't they pass. could be swayed on stuff like this. Like if the tide. If the, oh, yeah, like I don't if, have any if the vote in... happens around a shooting of some sort, but it's 17 to 13 in the Senate for Republicans, All right. and the House is 31 29. So wow. it doesn't take much. Really close. In Arizona. Be careful. Jeez. Don't screw around with this stuff. Crazy. It's crazy. 888 uh, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, baseball season is uh, just around the corner. Yes. And, uh, you know, some Five of the weeks. excitement has been beaten out of me because of this stupid cheating scandal. I love the the Astros, or my team, and uh, this whole cheating scandal has really, really tainted everything they've done the last few years. Yep. What happened over the weekend, though, was um, <clears throat> Carlos Correa, one of the stars on the Astros, said that a couple of the other stars, like um, Jose Altuve, didn't participate in the cheating and he's just too he's too modest to say anything he's too good a guy he's not going to say anything but he didn't do any of it yeah and like the whole don't Which rip, i thought was pretty cool right and don't rip my shirt off you know things because his wife doesn't want his uh he, he said he said his wife don't don't take that off my wife doesn't want to be topless on tv and uh the other thing was um the guy goes he's going to hate me for saying this but he got a really terrible tattoo they did a terrible job with it and he doesn't want that scene either and all this stuff you know yeah and so people because were like, wow, they that's cool. When he was clutching his yeah, jersey, yeah. Was he was hiding some device that was helping him Correct. Thank cheat. you for mentioning that. Yeah. yeah. And so so we thought, wow, cool. Mm-hmm. Altuve wasn't cheating. Right. Yes. Then uh, D then, Downs sent me a little then note. Then somebody sent D a little Downs, note here from yeah. Sportsnet. Uh-huh. It's in the comp- uh, uh, that graphic. Just, that gives... <laughs> from the 2017 postseason, which is the one most in question. Okay, from uh, uh, D Down sent this. Yeah. Uh, boy. So at bats at home. Uh-huh. Now this is just one stretch of the season. This though, is the right? postseason. This is twenty-seven postseason. Oh, postseason. As they're running to right. the title. It says right there, postseason. Okay. Okay. So the twenty-seventeen postseason. Jose Altuve. <laughs> Batting average, pretty good, right at home. Yeah, at home, four seventy-two. That is awesome. Away. 143. That'll get you a trip to the minors. Home runs, six. At home. Away, one. One. Oh, well. RBIs, 12 at home. Wow. Two away. Away. Okay. 
Uh, on base percentage. What on base percentage, 1.541 at home, 0.297 away. Ooh, that does not look good. Now, but that's only postseason. I'd like to see the numbers for the whole regular season. I'd love to see the home and away numbers for the for the regular season okay. because the Astros are famous for winning more games on the road than they than they do at home. So, uh, so you got a lawsuit. You got you got a pitcher who's suing because his career was ruined. He was like right? eight and twenty nine. Yeah, but no, uh, who are you talking about? That pitcher uh, that's suing him, the Dodgers guy. Yeah, yeah. But he had um, didn't he get uh, he ended his career after getting shellacked by them? Yes, right. Yeah, okay. he gave up seven. Well, then you've got then you've got them. Chris Medlin. Uh, he came up uh, after battling through two Tommy John surgeries. Uh-huh. Pitched one time. It was a seven run outing against the Astros and retired. And he might be a part of this lawsuit too, if you ask me. So one game. Come on now. Him. Come on. You can't you can't blame your whole career on one game. Can you? If you made the de- the decision to continue or not, based on uh-huh. well, let's see if I still have it. You know, this arm's been through it. Here mm-hmm. we go, banging on garbage cans and crap like that. What was his thing. record before his uh, Tommy oh, John surgery? I don't know. It was good though. Yeah, but uh, all right. I, the Astros, I mean, I mean, they, I they enlisted, they enlisted employees. Everybody hates them. Now. They 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 use this technology. This, I mean, this was high tech. If you're leading off second base. And you pick up a sign from the catcher and send it to the batter. That's one thing. But if you're using high tech and cameras and a system and you've got uh, employees, um, no, don't think so. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so here we go. Uh, Chris Medlin, you asked. He was uh, 41 and 26 with a 3.33 ERA. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And 174 appearances. He came up that one and gave, his ERA was 15.75. So <laughs> that one outing is the equivalent there. I mean, that, I don't know. Astros are pretty good. That might have happened to him, regardless. Okay, and that's fair. Yeah, but um, I'm wondering what is the over under on number of Astros batters getting hit by fastballs Oof. over 90 miles an hour this I'm year? I'm afraid it's pretty high. I mean, you're up. Uh, it's pretty high. You're up six runs, two mm-hmm. outs, bottom of the ninth. You're like, eh. They're, yeah. You know what? You know everybody. This is for everybody else. Everybody's <laughs> pissed at them. Everybody hates them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that first batter, I looked it up. Angels play the Astros on opening day. I don't want to be in that batter's box uh, on March mm-hmm. 26th or whatever day it is. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, fun fact, Braves and Astros are the last series of the year, and I'm hoping that uh, I hope it works out that the Braves are keeping the Astros out of the playoffs in that last series. So looking forward to September. Anyhow, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, I hope it doesn't what do you work think, out that way. What do you think Major League Baseball you. is going to do? Because the commissioner came out and was like, well, they've been punished enough in public with public sentiment. What? That's a punishment for how people feel about it? Yeah, I I don't know. I think everybody wants their World Series title vacated, right? That's what, that's what most people want. I'm torn on that, but uh, obviously... <laughs> I mean, what, what else are you going to do to them? Yeah, the, I guess you could suspend all the players. Because they, they find them, right? And then they took their first two picks in the next two drafts. That's a lot. I mean, that's heavy. That's a heavy penalty. I mean, the Braves lost uh, some players that they had signed because they had communicated with them um, when they shouldn't have. Some young, you know, South American players or whatever. So mm-hmm. they just took them off their rosters. And um, that's how that worked out. Hmm. But... Uh, these guys just miss missing four draft picks and a fine and five million dollars. Five million dollars. That's what it was. Yeah, and they lost four employees. Oh, wow. so they fired their management team. 
They took away two top draft picks uh, this year and next, and they had a $5 million fine. So the only other thing you could do, oh, well, I guess you could suspend every single player on the team and make them play with a See, whole new like a minor league roster for a season, or you could you could vacate their World Series championship so in 2017. The, the Braves 18. general manager was banned for life. From Major League Baseball, banned for life. Was yeah. he really? Yeah, because wow. like for you know this improper contact with wow. um, with prospects down in South America. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Astros. That's a big penalty. Astros lost four draft picks mm. and won a World Series during the process. Just saying. Yeah. So what do you want to happen to him? I don't know. See, what I, else? And that's what sucks is that I sit here and what rant else? about it, but yeah. I don't have what an else answer. What else do you want? I, I mean, know. there's two things you can do. You can suspend all the players. No. For uh, you know, however long. Or you could vacate the, the championship, right? Yeah. And I think that's what most people want. I think most people want the World Series title taken from them. I don't know. What do you think? I don't think they should take it no. from them. It is. It's tainted it just, to me, it though. It just doesn't I, I mean, feel like... I'm a huge Astros fan, and it doesn't it's tainted. doesn't feel like the punishment is enough, though. Like, in other words, it yeah. almost feels like one, one extreme is take the title from them. Mm-hmm. And then the other extreme feels like, oh, I'm taking four draft picks. Yeah, deal with that. I mean, baseball is like... How many rounds a draft is, you know? Yeah. You take their first two picks, they're still going to stock Well, I think roster. this is going to be a really tough year for them. I mean, they're going to get booed everywhere they go. They're going to be, you know, people are going to be throwing stuff at them. You think it's going to affect them. their performance? Yeah, uh, maybe. Just, just does maybe. the sheer mm-hmm. um, yeah. public outrage, as uh, the commissioner And says. that'll be too bad, because then they'll say, see? See? Uh, they, they're not good. They're not that good. Uh-huh. The cheating is, is what got them to where Haven't they were. Haven't they suffered enough? <laughs> Stop booing them. It hurts they their have, feelings. They have suffered enough. Yeah. I think they have. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's just all get over it. Let's all move on. But now steroids, though. Now, if you want to take some steroids and jack some home runs. Yeah. Ah, we're not going to vacate those records. No, we don't. And, yes. I mean, which is a worse cheating? You know what? Let's just ban baseball. Let's just get rid of it. No more baseball. We're good? Just Man. It's just too tainted of a sport. Kind of is now. I think we solved the problem. You guys don't... Yeah. Pitchers and catchers, Stop you don't need baseball. to report. We're done. We're over it now. I